it's uncomfortable, but it needs to be talked about. We're going to talk about money. This is The Unapologetic Coach, the podcast that teaches you how to step into next level leadership. I'm Angelina Bradley, and I've made it my mission to prove you can have it all, and I'm living proof. I've built a six-figure business with a baby in one hand and an iPhone in the other, building the life of my freaking dreams. Now I'm showing you how to do it too. All right, guys, don't mind me this week. I sound like absolute shit. I am dealing with a terrible head cold. So if you hear me coughing, hear me all nasally in this week's episode, don't mind me. But we're going to dive in anyways because um, this week we're going to talk about a topic that is really, really important to me um, that I think that we and what your one-on-one coaching containers are actually worth. Now, money is an exchange of energy, okay? You're trading your years of experience, your education, your wisdom, the transformation that you provide your clients for money. They're giving they're giving their money to you so that they can get the results that they desire. And the value that you give those pieces depends on your relationship to money. Your relationship to money comes from the things that you've seen, that you've heard and experienced throughout your lifetime. And this is why this topic can be so uncomfortable for people to talk about because there can be, money can be so rooted in negativity and greed and resentment and struggle, um, something that I have actually experienced a lot of throughout my life. I came from a single parent home. Um, My father uh, actually committed suicide when I was two, leaving three babies behind and I watched my mother struggle with money pretty much my entire life. I watched her come from a poor family that wrestled with drugs and addiction to running a daycare out of her home so that she could be there for us kids after my father died, to going back to school to try to create a better life for herself, getting a degree, thinking that that, that it would turn into a lucrative job, right, where she could be better off. But then the recession hit, of course, and um, I watched her fight to, you know, fight to find a job and um, went, I think it was almost 18 months without ever finding a job after after the promise of a good job after graduation, to working a job she hates in her 60s. <laughs> There's that coughing. So um, now she's making, you know, pretty great money uh, with that degree that, that she had made. But, you know, now she's working in her 60s and, and she wishes she could retire and just be at home with her grandkids. Um, but I just, I, I grew up thinking that this grind and this struggle was the absolute norm because that's what I saw. And I worked from the time that I was 15 and could get a worker's permit to working two jobs to put me through college. And this relationship to money, when I entered the online space, I hated this. Led it, this led to me hating 
talking about money. I absolutely did not want to sell. It made me feel gross. It made me feel greedy. It made me feel like I was going against everything that I had experienced growing up, which was to help literally anyone that you could. My mother, although she didn't have much to her name, would literally give the shirt off her back if somebody asked for it. We had people in and out of our house all of the time, family members, um, friends, anybody that wanted help, like my mother was there to give it to them. And, And so asking for other people's money was extremely uncomfortable for me. And I had no idea how to talk about money in a positive light because all I had seen with money growing up was struggle and hurt and resentment and manipulation. Um, Some things we won't go all the way down the rabbit hole in in this week's episode, but um, there was just some deep-rooted negativity uh, around money, and I, I struggled selling my coaching at first because of it. And then I finally started doing the deep-rooted work around money and why I had actually felt this way. And money is not inherently good or bad, okay? It's just like food, right? Food is not inherently good or bad. It comes from our experiences. It comes from the things that we've seen. It comes from the things that we've heard people say and watching my favorite person in the whole wide freaking world, my mother, fret about money my entire life made me take on these negative feelings of money. And so when it came to selling my coaching packages, it felt bad to me. I wanted to help women become the best versions of themselves, and it felt bad to ask them to pay for it. And I know that most of your co- uh, most of you coaches listening to this podcast, you feel that exact same way. You became a coach because you wanted to help. You became a coach because you wanted people to live a better life. You became a coach so that you can make a massive impact. And you think that the more affordable that your coaching is, the more people that you can help. But this isn't necessarily true because what if you aren't making ends meet? What if you are constantly in a state of financial stress that you don't even want to show up in your business? What if your roster is 60 clients deep and you're burnt the fuck out and now your your client experience is suffering? Your mental and physical health is suffering because of this need, this desire to want to literally help everybody but yourself. Are you really showing up and being the coach that you want to be? When you think about what you should be charging for your one-on-one coaching containers, I want you to think about what it is that you value in life. All the big questions that you have in your business come back to your values. So let's take some values into consideration like family, security, freedom, the ability to travel, inclusivity, community. When you are caught in the middle, when you're 
when you're in the fork in the road and you're trying to think about, okay, what do I do with my business? Where do I take my business? What's it, you've got to think about what's important to me so that you are walking in alignment and you're building a business that feels good to you because how I run my business isn't necessarily how all my clients run their business, right? Because we all have different values unique to us. And being a good coach, entrepreneur, CEO is all about building a business in alignment so that, it, that you know, two years from now, you're not wanting to burn it all to the ground because you built somebody else's vision. So it's important to ask yourself, what are my values? If you value family, but you need to bring in income to support them, your 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 income matters, um, then if you have, if, if you value family and you need to be bringing in income, but you have 60 clients on your roster, you're not actually living in alignment because your time is being spent with clients and not with family. So although you may be bringing in the income with those 60 clients, you're not valuing your family time. So you're working on weekends and you're working at night and you're glued to your phone and your mind is constantly scattered and you're not actually with the family. So you've built a – maybe you've built a successful business here, but we're not walking in alignment. We're not staying true to what it is that really sets our soul on fire. And so while you might be helping tons and tons and tons and tons of clients, you're – not helping yourself and you're not you're not actually there mentally there with your family. If you value inclusivity but your coaching is $400 a month and it's your only offer and your you have no other means to to give um then again, you aren't acting in alignment and this one offer is probably feeling really icky to sell. And so it's probably hard for you to sell. Again, we're not walking in alignment here. Okay, so we need to figure out a way that your coaching prices match your values. But your prices aren't the only way for you to act in alignment with your values. Okay, this is important. This is This is, um, I had a client who was uh, severely struggling with raising her prices, but taking on a buttload of one-on-one clients just wasn't going to match with the fact that she was taking care of her two small humans at home. And she was like really ready to, she was feeling defeated. She was ready to completely give up on her business, you know, thinking that maybe coaching wasn't wasn't the right path for her because she wanted to be able to, you know, bring in income to go on more family vacations and and help bring in that bread, right? She wanted that 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 financial independence. She wanted to be able to help support and and pay for groceries and pay for vacations and and things like that, but she did not want to give up time with her kids. And taking on more and more one-on-one clients just wasn't going to be the answer, but she was really severely struggling with raising her prices, which is what we needed to do in order for her to not take on more clients and for her to bring in that income that she desired. But her background in social work gave her a heart of gold, right? She had this heart of gold and 
And while she had no problem investing in her own health and her business, spent thousands of dollars of investing in her business, she struggled mentally asking clients to invest heavily in her own coaching, even though the value of her experience and the client results spoke for themselves. Like we knew that we could raise her prices because the, the evidence was there. Her, she got her client's results. She had years of education, um, tons of certifications. Um, her retention rate was high. So there was no reason that we couldn't raise her prices other than it just didn't make her feel good. So we needed to make sure that we were walking in alignment. That background in social work, she wanted to be able to give back. So we found other ways for us to fill that cup, other ways for her to give back to her community outside of being the cheapest coach on the internet because that is not always the answer. So we came up with several different ways that we could actually give back to um, her community. One of them was donating a percentage of sales to charity, um, which I had asked her, uh, could she do at the rate that she was currently charging? And the answer was no. Right now, with what she was charging her, her clients and the revenue that she was bringing in, she could not donate right now to the to charity. And so raising her prices would actually give her the means to do that, giving back. Giving free education on IG to those who aren't in a place yet to invest. IG is a wealth of freaking of um of information, of free freaking value. I give free stuff to coaches every single day. That holds value. That holds a ton of value. All the answers, honestly, can be found right on IG. It's like Google. So that and alone is a ton of value being given. Free trainings and master classes can be given to those who aren't ready to invest yet in that one-on-one coaching. Massive value in master classes. This is actually how a lot of coaches give back to their communities and, and to into their community that isn't yet in a place to invest is free trainings and masterclasses. Payment plans is another option. If if you can provide payment plans while still filling up your cups, still taking care of your needs, then that's an option. And then of course, adding a lower ticket group coaching program was our was our final piece to the missing puzzle where we could still be bringing in income and we could also still be helping women who wanted the help but couldn't yet afford the one-on-one coaching but still providing that high level of transformation and making this shift actually allowed her to make an impact on more women, more women, because like I had told you, there was only so many one-on-one she could take on in the first place. So taking on, um, so making this change in her, in her pricing, increasing her monthly rates actually meant that she could, um, she could donate to the charity of her choice. She could take care of her family uh, paying for the groceries and, and taking her littles on vacations that they'll never forget, attracting clients ready to do the work, 
and reinvest in her business, which actually helped her support her clients even better. So she was actually becoming a better coach by increasing her pricing because she was able to add on a team of doctors that supported her moving into the um, hormonal and functional health realm. And so by making this shift, she was actually able to impact more women and impact them in a deeper way. The answer to your dying question of what do I charge for my one-on-one coaching actually really can't be answered by me. And I know that's crazy for a business coach to say that, but it comes from within. So I can tell you that the industry standard is anywhere between $200 to $500 a month, just depending on your niche, depending on your level of experience, um, depending on uh, you know how quickly you can get your clients' results. And uh, yes, from the energy from within, right? Um, because I can tell you that that you should be charging four hundred dollars a month for your coaching. Like I had told my client that you know what she should be charging for her coaching, and she immediately told me I can't do that. That doesn't feel right. I can't do that. And if you don't believe in what you're selling, you you don't stand behind that value, that dollar amount, then you're going to have a really hard time signing on new clients. So you need to believe in how badass of a coach you are, the transformation that you provide, the results that you get your clients. Because if you don't, then again, we're going to have a hard time, really, really, really hard time selling your coaching containers, no matter what I think the value of your coaching is. The value of your coaching comes from you. And when you believe with every fiber of your being that you can change a life, that's when you're going to be able to effortlessly sell out your coaching containers. If you believe right now that you have like little to no experience, you're a new coach, you're a novice coach, and you need to get more clients under your belt and work on your money mindset, then by all means, you know, start at that lower price and build from there. I started out at $150 a month, um, which is like the lowest ever. That's the lowest I would suggest that you start coaching. Um, I don't believe in free, Okay. I don't believe in free coaching um, because I think that, again, money is an exchange of energy and that exchange says I have skin in the game and the people who don't pay don't pay attention. So I never believe in free because um, I'll even tell you, like, let's think about all the free things that you've ever signed up for. And were you really paying attention? Did you show up to those free things? Um, are do, are you putting in the amount of energy, the amount of effort as you would something paid? I don't think so. So I never believe in, in, in completely giving away coaching for free. Um, but we can start at a lower value amount 
until you build up that trust in yourself because that's really what it comes down to is that trust in yourself. You trust in your ability. You trust in your coaching skills. You trust in your wisdom. You you trust in the transformation that you provide. And the more clients that you get underneath your belt is going to build up that trust. And then you're going to be able to slowly over time start to increase that monthly commitment. Now, I freaking love talking about money, okay? I love talking about money, and I love talking about mindset, money mindset, and I think it's really important for you guys as coaches to start to talk about money as well. Talk about the investments that you're making in your own health, in your business, um, in your life, because this is actually going to build up more powerful clients, more empowered clients, more educated clients um, that aren't afraid to continue to make investments in themselves. And when we build up empowered people, they make empowered decisions, right? And so when they see you talking about your investments and making that less scary, then it makes it easier for them to do the same to start investing in themselves and seeing it as a normal thing to do. Whereas right now, we're so scared to talk about money. We're so scared to talk about how much our coaching offers are. We're so scared to talk about um, of, of making that investment. But the more we talk about it, the easier it gets. The more we talk about it, the more normal we make it. The more we talk about it, um, the more empowered we actually get about it. And we, and we and we remove that negativity around it because money, again, it doesn't have to be bad. Money doesn't have to be bad. It can be a beautiful, transformative experience that that brings us to our higher selves, right? Because that's what coaching is. It's an investment, that exchange of energy that gets you to be a higher version of yourself. As you are, you know, stepping into the shoes of an entrepreneur and a CEO, I think this is going to be really important for you all to do the inner work so that you can make a massive impact.